So, confession. I let my revenue dip. (gasps) Cue terrifying music. (laughs) We need to talk about this, my love, because I don't see this getting discussed online at all. And you know, I'll always be the one to bring these topics to the table when I see something going on out there and everyone in our industry acting like it isn't. So on today's episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes of my business and life and sharing the two reasons why I intentionally allowed my revenue to dip recently and why it isn't something we should be afraid of talking about and is possibly even something we could celebrate? Say what? The queen of working less and earning more is celebrating having earned less? That's right, my love. (laughs) I'll be explaining all in today's episode. If you're ready for some real talk on the realities of running a successful business and pursuing your dream life, then listen in. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rule book and created a new paradigm for us. One in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle and sacrifice, you, <laughs> And instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com. How the devil are you? Oh my goodness. I am recording this from our new temporary pad. <laughs> we moved, we did it, we sold our house. The dream life is rolling forward. We moved out. It was emotional and we had to find somewhere to live in a really tight time frame. I'm not going to get into all the details because it would take a whole podcast episode. <laughs> also, I'm going to be creating some content specifically about all of that. So stay tuned um, and I will tell you where and when you can expect that. But We are here in my new office. It's bigger. It's roomier. It has the most vile curtains. They're offending my eyeballs as we speak, so I'm going to have to do something about those stat. Uh, (laughs) But otherwise, it's not too bad. But anyway, here we are in the new office, and I have a confession for you today. We're going to get into this really interesting and I think quite juicy topic that, like I said in the intro, does not get discussed online, and I know why it doesn't get discussed, but I'm not here for any of that BS, (laughs) bullshit stuff. Let's keep things real. Let's have real conversations, shall we, about life and business and motherhood and everything in between. That's why we're here. So I've also done that thing. I don't learn. I've done that thing of making myself a really delicious, warm and comforting drink and bringing it on a podcast I sometimes also do this on a live stream and it's actually not convenient at all because do I pause so that you don't have to listen to me gulp? Does the drink go cold? Will I ever learn? All evidence points to no. (laughs) Anyway, 
I went with pausing. That was a pause for me to slip. Slurp? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Slurp my drink. Sip my drink. Turned into one word. Okay, so... When I did that podcast episode recently um, about how I'm changing this podcast, I mentioned that I wanted to start bringing here some of the kind of higher level conversations I end up having with my clients on topics that are kind of out of the nitty gritty day to day, how do I attract my ideal clients types of conversations. And this is one such conversation. So this is something that I'm sharing that has been going on for me inside of my business recently, but it is also something that I've supported several clients through. And I might have touched upon that in sort of at a surface level in various ways in the past, but I really wanted us to get into this conversation on intentional revenue dips today because you don't see anyone talking about it online. I don't know about you. Have you seen that? Have you seen anyone? If you have, let me know. I want to celebrate that person. I just think that in the online space, there still is, frustratingly, a bit of a facade on business. And I think it's because people don't feel necessarily confident in what they're doing and able to share the entirety of their experience in business. And, you know, nobody has to, nobody's owed that necessarily. (laughs) However, I really want to talk about all realities of owning a business that works for us as mothers and leveraging our businesses to create and live our dream lives. You know, that's what I'm doing. It's what I did. I'm doing the next level for me. It's it's one of the, my biggest passions in helping my clients. And so we really need to, I think, have these conversations more. I will celebrate the big sexy money wins all day, every day. In fact, I've got one for you right now. Let's just let's just start with that. You know how I love to celebrate my clients. One of my clients just dropped me a Slack message yesterday. So I use Slack with my clients between calls for support. And she was celebrating a 12K sales week so far. And that was actually, was that yesterday or Wednesday that I had actually rolled in? So pretty good start to the week. So I will celebrate that shit. I will share that shit all day, every day until the, the cows literally come home. Now that, that phrase is taking on a whole new meaning given that I'm going to purchase a dairy cow. <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked. I'm excited. Um, so anyway, I will celebrate sexy money wins like that all day, every day because we just have not had enough examples and evidence of women who are mothers, who are doing business in a way that works for them, with them, around them, that is supporting them and lets them show up and be the kind of mothers that they want to be and also just live their lives outside of their business too. I will always do that. You know I'm always here for that. Thus evidenced in that last little celebration there. And I think we need to have conversations about what happens when we want to pull back, want to scale down, scale rather than scaling up? What if what if we actually have a desire or a need in life to actually slow our roll a little bit and to pump the brakes? So I'm never going to take away from the celebrating the big sexy money wins because they remain big sexy money wins. And like I said, we need more of that evidence in our lives as, as women and mothers in business. And I also want us to create space for conversations like this. So this doesn't get talked about online that I've seen, and it should. So here we are doing just that. Now, I want to be really clear about what I'm talking about and give you a little bit of of context here and what I'm not talking about. So the title of this episode, Confession, I Let My Revenue Dip. Um, Obviously, that title is phrased in such a way to create a little bit of intrigue, but I don't really feel like it's a confession because it's nothing that I'm (laughs) ashamed of or feel guilty about or is nothing that I'm going to hide. Obviously, 
I'm here talking to you about it. What I'm not talking about is revenue dipping because I don't believe that I can work less and earn more, obviously. If this is your first podcast episode, then maybe you don't know that to be true about me. I just name myself, tongue in cheek, but you know, name myself the queen of doing less and earning more. It's it's what I love <laughs> and it's what I love helping my clients to achieve, right? Because we've all been programmed to believe in this old, outmoded, and quite frankly, often toxic paradigm that in order to be successful, in order to earn great money, we must work really hard, really long hours and sacrifice a ton of things that as mothers often we're not willing to sacrifice, like time with our family, time for ourselves. So this still is true about me. So I'm not going to (laughs) suddenly do a 180 on you and say, actually, do you know what? No, (laughs) you can't do those two things. You can't have those two things hand in hand, the fewer hours and the more money. So that's not what this conversation is about. So I wanted to make that clear. Really, what we're talking about is intentional revenue dips. And well, first of all, intentional is the is the key word here. A revenue dip that hasn't happened by accident. It hasn't happened because something hasn't worked out, like, I don't know, a, a flopped launch or something. These things do happen in business, right? Of course. It hasn't happened because something's not selling successfully or because um, marketing's not gaining traction. This is not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about intentional revenue dips, intentional contractions in what we're doing. I can't remember where I picked this phrase up from, so apologies to whomever it came from, but I like to remind my clients of this. Now, sometimes this can happen unintentionally and we can notice it and then label it for what it is and then lean into it. But sometimes actually, when you get into business, you've been in business for a longer stretch of time and you feel more secure in your like stability and the consistency of your business, there just are times where we intentionally contract. And I call that often the contraction before the expansion. So often we will purposely pull back, let revenue dip, pull back on certain activities, maybe let certain aspects of the business go, whatever that might be, in order to create space within the business, within ourselves, energetically, within our lives for whatever is next. So that is something that I've coached all manner of clients through at all manner of different phases and for different reasons. And I just really want to lay that out as an option for you if you need it at some point. You can contract in order to expand. Do you have to contract in order to expand to hit that next level? Absolutely not. Sometimes though, it just feels appropriate and it feels like the right thing. And it's that type of alignment that I'm excited to discuss with clients, you know, when you actually can trust yourself, trust your business, trust in abundance sufficiently to feel okay with a contraction before an expansion. So that's one reason why um, we sometimes intentionally allow revenue to dip. So so on today's episode, we're not talking about accidental, unplanned dips in revenue. We're talking about planned intentional dips in revenue. So sometimes it's to create space for something within the business to be able to kind of gear up for something really quite significant, either a big project or scaling a specific aspect of the business. And sometimes it's also a bandwidth thing. So if you know me at all, you should know that I have disconnected the two concepts of time and money. Again, this is something I'm obsessed with helping my clients with because when we can see them as the separate things that they are and stop tying them together so tightly, 
it's so freeing and is what allows us to receive and create and manifest more and more money without feeling like we are required to put in more and more and more hours. It's what allows us to actually pull back often on hours and ramp up on the revenue side of things. So those two things are absolutely separate and remain so. So I just want to kind of like (laughs) heavily caveat that in this episode. However, sometimes we will intentionally, and I say we as business owners, right? We might intentionally want to pull back on certain things within our business, which the consequence of which might be, at least in the short term, a dip in revenue if we feel like we require more bandwidth. So you might have heard me discuss on a podcast before that during the pandemic, particularly that first year when the schools were closed and suddenly I was a homeschooler as well as <laughs> as well as my other jobs and duties, I completely just paused all of my growth plans for that year. And it had nothing to do with actually the time and it was just the bandwidth. I just felt like I was kind of maxed out emotionally and energetically with what I was holding. And I felt like I could do it. I could hold homeschool. I could hold the emotional, you know, impact on my daughter and keeping space for her. I could hold showing up and loving on and serving shit out of my clients. I could do all of that and I could tend to myself, but I didn't want to add anything new in energetically speaking. So it was like an energetic bandwidth piece. So I just made the decision, do you know what? Those growth plans that we'd been kind of figuring out, they can just wait. Let's just pause. So it wasn't actually a, a scale back or a dip in revenue in that instance. It was more of a plateau, although actually my business did grow that year, but not as kind of sharply or significantly as previous years. It wasn't that same steep upwards trajectory. And I was totally happy with that because I ended up having a great year, you know, for the large part. <laughs> you know, we were all weathering that pandemic. But again, intentional. So this is what we're really talking about today. But for me, that was a bandwidth thing. So can you see how that's a different thing? It wasn't actually that I didn't feel like I had the hours to dedicate to that growth plan because um, my growth plans don't require me to sink a ton of hours into them. That's how I make growth plans for my business, right? So it wasn't that it was more the energy, the holding of it mentally and emotionally and creating space for it and having the creativity for it and all of those things that I just felt like, actually, I don't want to put that on my energetic plate right now. So what has specifically been happening for me lately? So this is what I want to bring you behind the scenes on and to just share with you why I have intentionally allowed my revenue to dip a little bit over the last couple of months. There's actually been two things that have been driving this dip. The first thing is that I intentionally pulled the plug on one particular growth plan in my business. I had a plan, I'm not going to get into too much of the details because I've actually been invited onto somebody's podcast to discuss it at length and so I'll let you know and I'll share that as and when that that happens and that comes out and also if I included all of that it would be too long for this one episode but I had this one particular growth plan that I had been making a number of moves in my business for over for over a year and had positioned one aspect of my business such that it was really ready to ramp up um, on the revenue side. Now, throughout that, for the first half of that, I was just excited with the growth plans. For the second half, something started to feel just off. And it wasn't anything to do with the kind of the results or how the thing was performing. It was just 
not feeling quite right. And so I did my mindset work. I made some tweaks and adjustments. Still didn't quite do it. Rinse and repeat mindset work, tweaks and adjustments. And I came to the conclusion at the back end of 2022 that it just wasn't in alignment with what my soul wanted. Maybe it was when I started that particular growth journey and I realized that I'm in a very fortunate position, well, because I created this position (laughs) in my business. You know, I've been in business for more than five years now and I've had a very stable, very consistent business and I've created a lot of momentum. I have a great team. I have a really wonderful client base and I'm in a an excellent position that I don't have to grow anything in any way. Now, I would actually argue against myself there and say nobody has to grow anything in any way. And if you feel like if you're growing something because it feels like the only way to do it or because it's a must do or it's what people expect, then you're on a hiding to nothing, my love. <laughs> so anyway, but it, it's an easier decision from where I'm at. I just want to kind of acknowledge that. It's not a stretchy decision. It was a bit stretchy though. I just want to <laughs> actually let you in on that because I'd done a lot in the business and I'd invested in this particular growth plan and gearing up to really scale significantly off off the back of this. And I could see how it was going to work and I just didn't want to do it. (laughs) Ultimately, I was like, no. And so I was willing to leave that money on the table for the sake of my own sense of alignment and enjoyment within my business. So because of that, because of my realization that this growth plan just was not jiving with me anymore, I could have quickly pivoted, quickly filled that space with something else. I have a number of things already in my business that could have, I could have just immediately turned my attention to that are already, you know, on a kind of waiting list for my attention because I'm very methodical mostly in how I work in my business these days. I'm not working on like seven different growth projects at once. I have like one main thing that we're focusing on and I'll often have other things that I'm excited to get to, but I'm like, well, that can wait until this one main thing has come to fruition. That layer cake approach to business that I've talked about before, get that one layer done, get it baked, get it iced before you put the next layer on. So because I decided not to apply that layer, there was room for a new layer And instead, and that would have been so easy to do, I could have just gone to the next thing on my list and went like, right, let's crack on with this then, off we go. But I felt really called to just give myself a beat, just give myself some time to really look at why that particular thing felt so out of alignment and what I was feeling called to do in its place, if anything. I give myself the option always of, of not growing if I don't want to, right? Which might sound funny because I'm I'm always here for like, yes, let's get you to the next level. And not everybody has to want to scale to seven, eight, nine figures. Uh, some some of us do, some of us are very excited about that, but it, you know, I think that we always need to be recommitting to our dreams and our goals, not on like a daily basis, but frequently, you know, just checking in because we change. So I just felt really this strong desire to create a ton of space for myself to not jump into something next and to re-examine, you know, my plans for that particular aspect of the business and 
what I really want to do with it so that I wasn't going down a, a new path, hopefully, of, of growth and then partway through going, mm, not this either. I really didn't want to do that. And I'm not putting any pressure on myself to grow anything <laughs> at any point. I'm, I'm allergic to pressure. <laughs> so, so that was the first reason. And so that is something that I just want to give you permission on if you feel like you haven't heard anybody talking about this before. We don't have to immediately hop into the next thing. If something feels off, we get to pull the plug on it. And if we feel that desire, that craving for some spaciousness to allow creativity and inspiration and guidance to come in and to not have to force it and rush it, because often when we force it and rush it, it doesn't come from that truest part within us. It doesn't come from our soul, from our inner being, from our higher self, however you want to describe it. It tends to just come from the logic-based mind. And I've made decisions from there in the business before, and they've never been my best decisions. They've never been my most inspired moments, the things that have really taken off quickly. They've, you know, and often they've been like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, when, when we really go at it just from a purely logical, what makes sense on paper approach, and we don't check in with our heart, with our soul, and make sure we're entirely in alignment, often we end up going and doing something that's really off. <laughs> so first up, permission, if you need to create some spaciousness in your business, and that spaciousness means that maybe potentially for a period of time, your revenue either plateaus or dips a little bit, but you're craving that spaciousness and you know that it's going to be instrumental to you really seeing what's next for you, what's next for your business and giving yourself that full space to explore it. Do it, do it, my love, right? And I get if that feels stretchy because we, you know, if you're in this online business space that I'm in, we see people celebrating and then the next year I did this and then the next month I did that. And, you know, I've had those celebrations myself. I've been that person out there. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to apologize for celebrating my success, but I'm going to always share the entirety. I'm going to celebrate, you know, the the dips and the highs as I'm doing here. So yeah, permission if you need it, my love. And not that I need to give you permission, you need to give it to yourself. But sometimes hearing somebody else having given themselves permission is the thing that helps. So that was one aspect of it. So I was already on a bit of a go slow intentionally um, around, I'm trying to think when this started, probably around November. And also, you know, my birthday's in November and then there's Christmas. And I was like, well, and also it's just a nice time of year not to be really <laughs> going at anything. So, so I just listened to my instinct there. Now, the second driver behind this intentional revenue dip was that after I'd only been into this, you know, initial pullback, intentional pullback for a couple of weeks, I was only actually expecting to give myself a couple of weeks at first, you know, just give myself a couple of weeks, recoup, rest, and then give myself that space for the creativity to come back in. But then um, things started changing with our house sales situation. So we put our house on the market in October. We had two offers that same week. We accepted one of the offers and we were expecting to exchange and complete and be out of the house before Christmas. That was the original agreed upon timeline. Now around November, things started to go a bit south with the sale and things started getting a bit, you know, as they sometimes do with, with purchases, just a little bit stressful. It was a kind of a combination of things. I won't go into, uh, bore you with all of the details, but 
There was even at one point, and actually only a few weeks ago, where we thought maybe it's not even going to happen. Maybe we'll have to put the house back on the market. So because all of this was brewing and because I knew that we would either be handling a situation of having to put the house back on the market, which actually I wasn't really anticipating because I felt so unavailable for it <laughs> that I just want, it wasn't a manifestation that I was going to, uh, to allow in. I will probably do a manifestation episode on the house sale because I get lots of questions from clients about house related manifestations. We might just have a house themed um, either one episode or a series of episodes just because I just bloody love manifestation and also when it relates to anything house or home related it's like a double like exciting topic for me (laughs) anyway because I could see that this was either just going to take up some extra bandwidth for me to just hold it and to be surrendering and all of the things as it was getting a bit rocky and it had been smooth thus far and regardless of that at whichever point we completed, we were then going to have to pack everything up and move into a rental property. So this has been our plan all along to sell up, get the cash in the bank, spend six months in a rental property while we see out the end of the school year, then go off on our travels and in somewhere in that mix by our dream farm. So that's quite a lot to hold. (laughs) And also we made the intentional decision with the move to, now this might surprise you if you know me, to pack ourselves and largely speaking move ourselves. We had some help with the with the removals, but I wanted to do actually the lion's share of the packing. The reason being is that this was a temporary move and obviously we're moving with a view to move again. So I didn't want to pack twice. I wanted to be able to go through everything, handle everything, ask myself the question, do we keep this and have the opportunity to declutter? I'd been decluttering in advance, but I wanted to do that. I just knew that I wouldn't have made it through everything by then. Declutter and then also ask myself, are we packing this item for, are we going to get it out in the rental house or does it get to go all the way to the farm? And that would have been too difficult to instruct somebody else on. So I knew it was something that we had to do, but I knew that that was a lot to deal with. And I also knew that even just finding a rental property and going through all of the admin that comes with moving was going to be a lot. And also I knew that my daughter was going to really need me extra. She is at the sort of age where she doesn't enjoy change. I mean, many of us don't. I tend to run at change, (laughs) but she's not quite there yet. And she has, you know, just struggled with this move a little bit. And I just knew that she was going to need me extra. She was going to need that extra mummy support. And I was going to have to, well, wanted to hold more space for her, be even more present with her and to be able to have that clear bandwidth to be able to do that and to not be also thinking, oh shit, I've also got to do this. And oh shit, I've also got to do that. So as we were going through November and I started to just kind of look at what was coming down the pipeline on the dream life side of things, there was a lot to kind of hold and to handle. And I really didn't want to be starting something new then in the business at the same time. So it really was a bandwidth thing. So that's why I was talking about, you know, bandwidth is something we really need to to consider and to just be mindful of the energetic load that we're taking on in any one given moment. So that was the other really big 
driver for me in allowing my business to contract a little bit. So I pushed out some revenue generating activities. I put some clients on a longer deposited waiting list. So they're having to wait a little bit longer for their space to come around to work with me. I've even pushed out some conversations that people want to have with me about working with me and done all of that to create this spaciousness energetically around the move in particular. And oh my God, I'm so glad that I did that because it it did take its toll, but I've bounced back very quickly because I did that. So it was, you know, the big upheaval that you expect to move to be. It has been the big amount of admin that you expected to be in. Oh God, God, I hate life admin. (laughs) I hate adulting in that way. (laughs) And I have to take on my half of it, right? And I just don't enjoy it. And it was a significant upheaval for my daughter. And I'm just so glad that I'd carved out that space so that I could be fully physically, but also emotionally and energetically present for her. Uh, I feel pleased with myself for having done that. I'm just going to just acknowledge that, right? Because I feel like it would have been really, really hard if I'd been working. Dear God, (laughs) if I'd been in a corporate job, I don't know how I would have handled um, it because it was it was an emotional time. We'd owned that house for 12 years. We'd got married there. We'd had our daughter there. She's never known anything different housewise. And also we'd renovated that house with so much love and intention and made it just the most comfortable, beautiful home for ourselves. So it was a lot to say goodbye to. Now, what I hadn't prepared for, and so I'm extra glad to myself for making that extra space, is I hadn't actually prepared myself for my own emotional reaction because I'm so forward thinking and I run at change and I'm so excited for, you know, the year of travel and moving to the farm and all of these things. I just hadn't even factored in that I would even have a response. You might laugh at me because that might have been really um, short-sighted. But anyway, thank goodness I had this bandwidth built in because I also had enough, you know, spaciousness to tend to myself. And that's why I've bounced back from it really quickly. As I'm recording this, we literally moved in one week ago. And I like feel like settled, grounded now, you know, we're not fully, fully unpacked, but good enough. And yeah, I feel like in a good place and ready for this next chapter. I don't think I would have if I was also holding expansion plans, new clients coming into the business at this time. That can be a lot to hold energetically. So these are my two reasons. These were the two big driving factors. And here's the thing. I feel, sorry, I just paused because I had a sip of the coffee. It is getting cold. (laughs) This is what's happening. Here's the thing. I feel like this is worthy of celebration on two fronts. One is that it's really great to be in a position where you've created a business that has enough structures internally and support internally that it can function without you being all in bandwidth wise, all in mentally, and you can pull back and not be kind of really switched on. It's really great to be in a position where you are so secure as your own source of abundance that seeing your revenue dip slightly doesn't trigger anything. (laughs) It doesn't create any stories, doesn't feel stretchy, doesn't feel wrong, and actually feels like totally fine, just neutral. Like, And actually, I'm kind of just grateful that 
I can do this at this point. I feel like this is the pity why this type of conversation isn't had more around intentionally pulling back that people I'm I'm guessing feel such a pressure to only share the highs. But this really, this for me is part of what having a lifestyle-based business or being a lifestyle entrepreneur, i.e. somebody who has a business that supports their lifestyle, this is what it's about. It's about having a business that can support you through these times. Now, my business has been supporting me through this time by still paying me, (laughs) still making money, right? Still moving forward as a business. It hasn't like ground to a halt. But it's also supported me by not needing me to be fully switched on and not needing to me to execute growth plans. And also it supported me by having enough built-in buffer within the business and within the revenue that it can dip for a, a short period of time or could dip for longer, I guess. And there's no negative consequence. This is something worthy of celebrating, I believe, is having not just done the inner work to energetically be at a point where I'm so in a a space of abundance that this doesn't impact my mental state negatively or energetic state negatively and also being at a place where I can intentionally decide to pull back and feel the freedom to do that because I feel like it's going to serve me and my family and the path towards our dream life uh, more fully for me to have done that contraction or have experienced that contraction in the business. This is making sense. So I think that is really worthy of of celebration. And the other thing is that my business is about to take on sole earning responsibility for our family this year, which I'm very excited about. It's going to fund my husband quitting his job. It's going to fund our year of digital nomadery. Is that a word? Let's go with it. It's going to fund us starting up our little farm homestead situation, buying my daughter horses. It's horses now, not horse singular. <laughs> we've we've even now committed to two to three <laughs> up front because, you know, horses need company. And my business is about to do all of these things for us. And so it's almost like, and it can have a little holiday right now. <laughs> you know, it's okay. And there's no pressure on me or it. And that's a really, really good place to be in. And that's what I really desire for any woman who is listening to this or who in particular, or my clients who work with me, I've helped support so many of them through other life things that they have made the decision to intentionally pull back on some aspects of their business. So I've had several clients that I've coached through maternity leave. I've had clients who had to, literally had to stop work during lockdowns because their business could not operate. I've had clients decide to pull back when they've had sick parents or relatives that needed, you know, again, that emotional bandwidth for that instead. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think it's such a pity that it doesn't get talked about. It doesn't mean that you have to, though. This is the thing that I want to also just raise as a point here. So, for example, my coach took maternity leave and she could have totally, if she'd wanted to, because she's an extremely savvy business owner, she could have 
done a ton of things to create a new revenue stream for the period that she wasn't coaching because that's her main bread and butter, right? And she could have had that going on so that it was generating passive income while she was off. Totally could have. I love those kinds of things and I've helped clients take breaks but actually be fully funded through the break in that way too. And sometimes the thing that just feels most aligned to us is saying, do you know what? I just want a full break. I don't even want to have to do that, (laughs) right? Which is one thing that my coach did. And I ended up having a conversation with another of my clients who wanted to take a break and pull back on something for a big life move. And we were actually talking about that and that decision that we get to decide. We don't have to do one thing or another. And it's that position of power an ultimate decision that I think is the most exciting. And so that's why I really wanted to have this conversation today. I wanted to just be completely transparent and say, my revenue dipped (laughs) and I'm still alive, (laughs) you know, and I'm not worried about it. And I actually think it's a cause for celebration because it has allowed me so much that pulling back has been such a gift to me. Now, do I think it's going to dip for the whole year? No, absolutely not. Do I want to pull back forever on aspects of my business? No, because I find business growth interesting and exciting and I want to make a bigger impact ultimately. It becomes more about the impact than the income at some point in business. And that's all well and good. And it can be true. I think we get too, um, what's the word? Too polarized in our thinking these days, don't we? We want to make something this or that. We get to have both. We can take time off and set our business up in such a way that we're making more during that time. You know, I've scaled back my hours typically most years and earned more every year in my business. And the truth is also that I've decided recently to scale back energetically bandwidth wise to facilitate these things that are going on in my life and also to give myself space about to make some decisions for the business. And I didn't feel the need to have to fill that and to keep the revenue at a certain level. So it's and. We don't have to say one can be true but not the other. It just depends on our situation. And I think we need to give ourselves the gift of really tuning in and practicing more discernment around what is it that's going to really be right for me in this next phase? What is going to be really right for me, for my life, for my family, for my business in this next phase? Not what is expected, what is the done thing, what should I do, but what is best for me? And I'm so glad I listened to that within me because I can see looking back over particularly the last three weeks where it was really crunch time. We went from not thinking the house was going to work out to having seven days to find somewhere else to live. (laughs) Just give you a little bit of insight there. And then also having the emotional upheaval with, um, you know, with my daughter and then for myself (laughs) off the back of it. That would have been an entirely different picture had I been, you know, knee deep in some sort of onboarding season or launch or some other kind of real ramp up of growth plans or even just holding a lot within the business. So I feel, yeah, grateful to my former self. And that's why I wanted to celebrate this and celebrate it with you and just talk about this. So now we're at the point in the episode where I'd normally promote something and I've been so um, (laughs) disconnected from like growth that I'm like, "Mm, what should I tell you? Well, if you haven't already, here's, here's what you can do. If you haven't already done my 
compelling why and vision workshop. What are you doing, my love? Go and get that immediately, I insist. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash 2023. If you don't know with clarity and detail what you want for this year, you're going to have a mediocre year. Let's just put it plainly. So go and grab that workshop and let me talk you through and walk you through some exercises to really tune into what you truly desire. If you want to work with me this year, I will be thinking about that again as we get into next week. As this goes out, this will have already happened. I'm going to be back, back on my business A-game, back in the zone and getting excited. And the truth still remains that spaces to work with me for 2023 and into 2024 will be limited in number because we will be traveling. So I'm very excited to be taking those of you who are going to be working with me through that time on the road. I can't wait to be just like on calls and being like, oh my God, my loves, this week, here we are, check out the view. <laughs> and, you know, maybe sometimes it won't be an exciting view because sometimes that's the reality of traveling. <laughs> but being like, we're here, we're doing this and, you know, coaching from all around the world, it just feels so exciting. So if you want me in your business and not in your business, but you know, <laughs> supporting you with your business. I'm not, I'm not going to do any admin for you. I'll tell you that for nothing. <laughs> if you want my support and you want to be leveraging your business in such a way that it is the thing that supports you and your dream life, you know, and in the most beautiful things, but also in the ways that I've described today, this is really it, isn't it? Having a business that supports you through all of it, that is the support, that you're not supporting it. This is the thing that I am most passionate about. Let's make you more money. Yes, absolutely. All day, every day. <laughs> and let's create you the kind of business that is not a burden to you, that is something that actually unburdens you, that lifts you up, that supports you, that propels you towards your next level dream life, as mine is doing for me right now. And is supports you through anything rocky or bumpy as mine has just done. If that sounds amazing to you, if you're like, yes, this is what I want from my business, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. If you want to have a conversation with me about working together in any of my containers, that's the best place to go. We are operating on an application basis from now on out. So there's a few questions in there so that I can get to know you and to see which, if any, of my containers would be the best fit. And if I think you would be a great fit for something, then I will invite you to have a conversation with me we can talk about those next steps. And if I think that actually I don't have a container that would be the best for you, I will always be honest about that. And I will let you know, here's what I think you really need next. So if that sounds good, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Like I said, spaces are going to necessarily be limited. And don't be disappointed by rocking up much later in the year and finding out they've all gone. <laughs> Do it now. Apply now. Even if you don't feel ready now, we can have a conversation about start dates much later into the year. So like I mentioned, I have people who have paid deposits for later start dates. I have people sign up in, I think, is it December or even November for spaces that are coming around in April. So these are some of the timelines that we're looking at. So yeah, don't delay my love. corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and keep your suggestions for podcast episodes coming to me. So a few of you have been actually, you know, getting over the shyness and coming over <laughs> to my DMs with suggestions, which I love. I absolutely love. So I'm thinking possibly next week's episode 
I'm just thinking out loud here because this wasn't planned for this week's one, so I have to shuffle the schedule around a little bit. I had a really excellent suggestion from somebody over on my DM, so I'm going to be addressing that because I think it is definitely something that will resonate for so many of you. Um, if you've got any suggestions or questions that you would love me to answer on the podcast, let me know. It could be anything relating to these kind of higher level conversations in business that we're having now, but also anything relating to energy, manifestation, living your dream life, all of the things. Things. And until next time, my love, do not forget you are limitless. Bye for now. So, my love, you know what they say sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corrie Javid, and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.